You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill Podcast, in which a group of friends plays Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 47, posted March 2015. War on Rugs. You're fully healed. So now we're off duty again and we can do some more exploring? Uh, sure. So you are, uh, you, you pull, uh, an early morning duty. The, the caravan goes off. <laughs> I, I always you, have my early morning duty. It's important. Uh, I, as I said that, I thought I really shouldn't say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you, 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 uh, are off of, uh, your assignment. Uh, the caravan is moving, but you are back in the caravan and you can, you can do what you like. You do notice that you still have, uh, a couple of guards kind of hanging, lingering uh, by Ketchka, uh, Umlal, and Regdar. Uh, well, we should all split up, and then they can all follow each of us, and then the others can do what they need to do. Yeah, I think that's the idea, is that they should either go as a group or individually to places that are just elsewhere, so that we can maybe take a little stroll along the desert sands and leave the three of us around to do some snooping. Okay, so if you, uh, the three of you leave the caravan just to, you know, walk around the sand, stretch the old legs, uh, the guards, uh, who try to inconspicuously follow you, follow you not so inconspicuously, mm. uh, and the other three of you are left to your own devices. They'll uh, hire anyone as guards in this caravan. You guys, <laughs> you guys can roll Apparently perception, so. you can roll perception checks to make sure that you don't feel like you're being watched. Uh, 11. 21. All right. Well, uh, Presta and Scale are certain that they are not being watched. Carlos is like, "Are you guys sure? I don't know." I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm confident we're good. All right. That's yes, good. you are. You are supremely Let, confident. Well, let's uh, let's check out the room next to our quarters. I think that's a good first place to go. Well, it's going to have passengers in it, and right. I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm not so good with the um, with the lying stuff. People don't believe me, even when I'm telling the truth sometimes. It's really annoying. Gee, I wish I could help because I'm an expert at that. But uh, <laughs> can, can, we, can we just knock on the door and claim to be room service and then apologize and get a little glimpse inside well, of what or the Or we uh, could knock on the door and say that we're guards and we're just checking out to make sure that everything's safe. That's because a good we've idea. heard that we there's are, stealing. <laughs> there's That's been not theft even a lie. in the building, and so we're just making sure that everything's good. Everything okay? Just because we're a actually guards. Check. It's a yeah. standard check. So you, yeah, you can certainly do that. Knock on the door. Right. You knock on the door. Uh, then, you hear some uh, rustling. Uh, the door. You hear. It unlock, the door opens, you see an elven male, uh, who's very tall, so you look up, uh, except for Presta, probably, she's about the same height, yeah. uh, and uh, he says, what do you want? I said, excuse me, there have been some break-ins and some things have been stolen. Yeah. The, the master's cabin was broken into, so we just uh, <laughs> want to be careful here. And so we just need to take a look to make sure, if you can please just check all of your stuff, we're just going to do a room check to make sure that everything's safe, and then we'll let you... Be. We you, you we made it clear with Bresrek that no one enters this cabin uh, other than us. Uh, no one has come in here. We haven't left. Uh, I appreciate your uh, duty, your 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 I, dedication. I kind of walk in while he's saying that. I say, of course. No, oh, he he stops you from and says, oh. he, he says, no, no, uh, we do not want our room tainted uh, by uh, non-elven races. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I could come in and search. I, yeah. I don't even want to search. We just want to make sure that you guys take a look 
and double check that uh, everything is as it should be. And, and uh, Scale, you're There's a half so elf, much racism right? So on this, yes, on this he's, caravan. Elves are uh, known uh, to be quite haughty and not really liking other races uh, in Athos. Uh, and I think generally in D&D as well. Uh, he says, well, if you have to come in, uh, we have a, a, an agreement with Bresrick, but uh, he, the elf can come in briefly. Uh, <laughs> and so he opens the door just wide enough to let uh, Presta slide in. And then he closes it. <laughs> are you saying we're fat, Scott? <laughs> Elves are very thin, Elves is what I'm saying. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Good point. <laughs> Okay. And so he closes the door. Uh, there are you, Presta. You notice that there's a woman, a female elf in there as well. Uh, they have a couple. They have two beds. Uh, they have uh, a couple of chests there, uh, and nothing out of the ordinary. It just looks like a a room. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, uh, we just want to make sure that all of your belongings and and whatever important stuff you have is is still secure and that it's all where it's supposed to be so if you wouldn't mind just setting our minds at ease and and taking a look and making sure that there's nothing amiss uh okay this is highly unusual uh but we, we will do that and so they open they have two chests they each open one they look around uh it's full of clothing uh you see some glints of metal uh but uh you don't metal. see any, any beetles scurrying about <laughs> no <beetles>. <laughs> <laughs> uh they say most of our uh uh, valuables are in the secure cargo area. Are they okay? Uh, you're yes, making us a little nervous. That was, that was the first. That was the first thing to be checked. Um, and and everything there is totally hunky dory. So. All right. Well, very well. Uh, and from w- we would appreciate not being bothered again. Um, no, and we wouldn't have done this. Uh, we just wanted to be a little proactive, proactive, and make sure that everything is is a okay. Don't plan on uh, bothering you again. Well, thank you very much. And he opens the door and asks you to leave. Okay, I go. All right, I tell them what I saw. They they just had a couple of chests. Were there, was there anywhere in that room that looked like it, they could have been hiding beetles, or was it a pretty bare statement? Uh, why don't you give me a perception check? Also, were their eyes glassy? And <laughs> Seventeen. Suggestion. Uh, so you you uh, Is there like an enormous beetle shaped lump on their backs <laughs> and lots of skittering there was no skittering their eyes seemed perfectly clear uh you did not sense that they were trying to lie to you in any way they were just kind of uh, a little befuddled because they 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 seemed mostly annoyed that they were being interrupted um especially after they had uh agreed with Bresrek that they would not be bothered for the duration yeah. of the caravan uh you looked around very quickly and you didn't see any place that you so it was explained to you that these beetles are very large yes uh, and it would be difficult to hide them any place in that room other than the chests that they look through. Uh, and frankly, in the chests, it would be immediately obvious if they were it were full of beetles, or even one beetle were in there. Uh, but there there were none. Okay, so I, th- I think that room is is pretty much crossed off our clear. list, guys. Well, okay. what else uh, what else do we have to look in? Shall we go down or should we well, go up? The common area is one that I, I think he said we hadn't checked. Uh, that is correct. Well, we should we should give that a once over. That's right here. We can do that yeah. easily. Uh, yeah. So you go there uh, and you see uh, the master of cargo, who is Dalgra. He is a, a, a scarred, thick-waisted mull. He's sitting there uh, and he is weaving uh, with giant hair a rope uh, at a table in the common area. Uh, and other than that, there's nobody there. Any place that uh, that somebody could stash beetles? It seems unlikely. We just want to check. 
Ah, uh, no, so the common area, it's kind of like, uh, it has some tables, so you can, you know, eat yeah. a meal while uh, the caravan is rolling on. Uh, it's well lit. Uh, lots of people come through here. Uh, this would probably be a very bad place to hide anything. All right. Uh, and uh, Dalgra kind of gives you the, the mole head nod. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Already doing it. <laughs> uh, but he, he ignores you. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to talk to him. And we, no, we ignore him. Does it? It doesn't look like there are any like you know the the walls don't have spots that could be secret panels or anything like that. You know, no, they look like uh, they. I mean, you can do roll a perception check if you want to search or search. Do I guess it's search check. Well, I don't want to search uh, obviously in front of. In front uh, okay, of so play. perception then. Uh, not so great. Um, Fourteen. So, uh, theoretically, it could look like, uh, I mean, clearly, as you're thinking, someone could hide something, like a panel or something in one of these walls, but uh, you're not quite sure if that is the case. I think we need to move on. Yeah. All right, so you've searched every room on this level except for the driver's slash office. Well, should we check it out? Let's take a look. We might as well be thorough. Yeah. All right, so you uh, go in there and you see uh, Vashra, who is a, an old leathery dwarven woman. Uh, this is their description, not mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is uh, sitting behind uh, like a, a desk of some kind, um, and she's uh, just – it looks like she's resting – uh, she's kind of massaging her her temples because the the way they drive these giant beetles is through uh, psychic ability. So she's, you know, that she works very hard, and uh, yeah. you've heard that she demands one of her people always, either her or one of her junior drivers, be on the bridge at all times. So you assume since she's here, one of the junior drivers is on the bridge, and she looks up and says, uh, "Can I help you guys?" Oh, you look really tired. We were just wanting to know um, if you needed something to drink or eat and uh, if everything was safe. Um, and we're just doing the rounds right now. And oh. I just walk around to try to peek as... Yeah, because some, some uh, ingrates broke into the master's cabin, so we're doing a security check of the whole <laughs> I feel like we're getting a bad rap. Caravan. <laughs> oh, I heard about, I heard about that. I, I figured it might have something to do with some kind of contraband or something. But, yeah. uh, uh, well, you're, you're very sweet to offer me. Uh, I would, I could use a drink if, you, if you're uh, on your way to the kitchen. Uh, sure, we could head down there for some, sure. Some water. It's been a very long shift. These beetles are, are not, uh, the beetles being the big beetles that pull the caravan, uh, are not cooperating today. Mm. <laughs> Um, I roll a perception check to see if there's anything. Okay. So you don't notice anything in here uh, as you're you're giving it the once over, uh, other than a tired dwarf. Oh boy, I'm really tempted. She she's an expert at the big beetles. I'm really tempted to ask her if she's heard any any stories of of sure. mind control beetles. You could. All right. Well, that's what I do then. I said. I said. Excuse me, I know that you are experts in the large beetles that drive the caravan. Do you have you heard stories of mine, uh, beetles? Uh, I, I've heard legends of beetles that are used to control other people, that they they actually ah. uh, can control others with their, uh, with their thoughts, if they're implanted into them. I, I have, uh, I believe you are referring to uh, Shaquat beetles. Oh. Uh, I have heard of these. I, I have not seen them, but I have oh. heard that uh, many caravans uh, are being used to smuggle them. Uh, from what I hear, they're, they're horrid, hard things, uh, and they, they disable your psychic 
abilities, which would be, of course, for me, a horrible thing because that's how I make my living. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some on this caravan because Bresrick really, I mean, I don't know if you know him or not. He's kind of shifty. I don't really mm. trust him. I'm mm. here just looking for after the, the Melek uh, beetles, which are pulling this. That's all I really care about. Make sure that they're taken care of because Bresrick doesn't care anything about them. He would push yeah. them over their limits. Uh, it would be horrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, why, why do you ask? He is shifty. No, we, I just, I heard this story about the, about the Beatles and, uh, I, uh, I, I, it's creeps me out too. So I'm worried about it. And, and I worry about Besrick too, because he does not seem like, uh, somebody who can be completely trusted anyway. You have any ideas where Besrick might, uh, might, uh, keep items like that? Is there some place <laughs> on this, on this ship that I should stay away from because I am terrified of the idea of a beetle controlling my mind? <laughs> Well, that's a good question. I mean, I would imagine he'd hide it in his cabin. I don't know. Or in the cargo bay, maybe. We have lots of cargo down there. Yeah, that's uh, true. I don't really go down there because, uh, you know, it's not my job. But uh, And I certainly don't go into his cabin. Who knows what There was what a Hootenanny do. down there like the other night, though. That was pretty great. <laughs> I heard about that. They distracted my slaves. Okay. It's quite annoying. Know. That's true. That's <laughs> they should have been slaves. They do. Uh, I know. They, they, yeah. I had they to like kill one music. of them. <laughs> Dear. This is the most racist episode of <laughs> Dark hey, Man. <laughs> Slaves are worthless. Their lives are meaningless. Uh, it's true. just just the way it is. You got, got to give them their moment of joy uh, because that's all they get. That's right. Then they die because yep. they were uh, not following my orders. Yeah. I hear you. I we hear you, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will assume that's some kind of uh, affectionate type of Yes. That's, that's a, mole, that, that's uh, a form term of, respect. of love. Indeed. Right. Respected elder, I meant. same term he uses for his mom. <laughs> Respected elder. Ah, uh, that's much better. Thank you. All right. I'll, I'll go uh, pick up your water. And, oh, well, uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'll be that. here. Uh, my shift doesn't start. Uh, I've got uh, one of my junior drivers up making uh, sure the Beatles don't uh, kill us all. So, uh, Thank you for that. We like that, too. Yes. Much appreciated. All right. Let's so, leave. Do you want to head down? No. Let's head to the kitchens next. Because that was Was that a place that... That we had not searched was the kitchen? You have not searched the kitchen. So the kitchen is the uh, only unmarked block on the main deck that you're on right now. Uh, and I didn't mark it because uh, I forgot to. All right. All right. Well, we'll go to the kitchen. We've got a reason. Hooray. That's right. Uh, All right. Yes, we're going to get some water for the lady. For the so you go into the kitchen. driving lady. And uh, he, you notice, well, you don't notice, you see Quen, who is the master of provisions, who is a seriously old human man. Uh, and he looks up, he's pre- he's preparing the evening stew. Uh, so you Ooh. see a, a bunch of parts of things going into <laughs> a big pot. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Simmering oh, away. Oh, parts of things stew, my favorite kind of stew. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. And he looks up and he says, uh, can I help you? Yes, yeah, sorry. We're uh, here just to pick up some water for uh, Veshra. Ah, uh, well, water is down on the cargo deck. I don't keep it up uh, here. Uh, oh, and has everything been safe here? We're just also doing a check of the area to make sure that no kitchen utensils have been yeah. stolen Security or pilfered. Security check. We have a dining <laughs> hall from, there, there's from been, school. There's been an incident with the master's cabin, and you also know about the incident where the person uh, brought back six... Uh, stood in line and got six different bowls of stew. So we're trying to make sure that <laughs> well, okay. I mean, this, the stew is delicious. I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's what I hear too. No argument here. And you see, he's drinking uh, uh, something that is uh, certainly not water as he's oh. talking to you. And he laughs Ooh. hysterically at his joke about the the stew. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good sound. That's what you want from your cook. 
Uh, but uh, all my utensils seem to be where they were when I left them before. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm getting old, so I may not have noticed uh, them missing. But uh, all I really need is a cleaver uh, and a hammer, and it should be fine. So that's... Uh, <laughs> okay. Is there anywhere, as, a, as we look around, is there anywhere in this kitchen that could possibly hide a bunch of beetles? Uh, well, certainly there are lots of places that could contain beetles. Uh, they look like they contain food, uh, and in Athos, food is also sometimes beetles. So there are <laughs> fair <laughs> there, enough. There are beetles, dead beetles in this room. Uh, everyone who was briefed by the Veil of the Lions would know that these beetles are living. Uh, they have to be alive to perform yes, their duty, so they've been transported alive. Uh, and you notice the beetles and other insects that are in the kitchen uh, are common types of foodstuffs that you would all be familiar with. Um, so, uh, while it would perhaps be, uh, you could hide maybe one or two beetles in here, uh, they are all dead, so the moving would really uh, tip you off. And nothing's moving other than uh, the cook. And he's swaying <laughs> unsteadily. Yes. All right. So how did the uh, how does the cargo deck look as far as being searched? Because that's where the water is. And we said we were going to get water if we don't want to do anything suspicious. Right. We should get her some water. So you have searched the cargo bay. Uh, the handler's room has not been searched. Uh, you peeked into the water room. Uh, you don't know what the room next to that is, uh, or the room next to that. Can we, before we leave the kitchen, can we grab a, where, where could we get a glass to bring back a glass of water for the lady? Uh, are you asking the cook or are you yes. just asking me? Oh, he says, uh, there, there are, um, uh, mugs in the water room. So All just right, take, excellent. take Thank a you. mug. You're All right. Let's go downstairs to the water room then. All right, you go into the water room. It is uh, there's a guard. Well, there's not a guard. It is open. You go in there. Uh, you see huge casks of uh, water. Uh, you are quite impressed with the amount of water you see in here. Uh, I don't. Uh, well, except for Carlos, because Carlos has seen a river. But did we mention that Redgar almost drowned in that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling the truth. Uh, so you, you It's search. really a good thing he's not in the water room right now, because he would yeah. surely find a way to drown himself. So these casks, minutes. Scott, I wanted to ask, these casks sure. mm-hmm. um, are large. Are they large enough? Do you, do, should we check the casks to see if there might be um, false casks that are not full of water, but instead full of beetles? Uh, sure. So if you want to roll a search check... Uh, as you're, you're you're looking, all of you, three of you are looking through the room. You're moving casks and shaking them to see a six sixteen. If there would be anything, uh, you move them to see if there's maybe a false bottom uh, in this room. Uh, I also got sixteen. And with two sixteens and an eight, uh, you're fairly certain there's only water in this room. All right, let's get some water for the lady with a mug. Uh, and then. Uh, who is the who, uh, scale? You wanna you wanna go upstairs, sure, nip upstairs, I'll go on, and give can, the lady uh, the water, and then come back for sure. So I go up and uh, I give uh, Veshra the glass or uh, mug of water. Oh, she her. says, "Thank you, child." Well, thank you for keeping this cargo safe and uh, keeping the beetles happy because yeah. someone needs to care for the beetles. You are one of the only people who appreciates the hard work that we're doing. Thank you very much. Indeed. That stupid Bresrek doesn't care. Ugh, how could he? That's right. How could he? He is the worst. Those purple pants. (laughs) (laughs) 
who does he think he is? Right, I heard he has th- a thing for Thrycrete now. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. <laughs> Catch me, you got a rumors. chance. Catch Catch rumor has it. Him. I'm so in. <laughs> Word on the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it through the can. Oh, oh. There you go. Right. Uh, uh, so where? So what are you, Presta and Carlos? What are you guys doing while Scale Let's goes back up? Check the room next to the water and see yep, what's in I there. That is. All right, give me some search checks. So this room is a provisions room. It's full of uh, like dried rations, uh, other provisions. Rope is in here. Oh, good. <laughs> Nine for me. Is a by search is that? Oh, uh, uh, investigate maybe now. What is it called? Uh, investigation. 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 Okay. There you go. In that case, I get a twenty. All right. So, uh, Presta, as you are running your hand along the wall that separates uh, the provision room that you're in with a room that is next door to you, which you guys peek into. I didn't draw the. There's a door there. You peek oh. in, and it's a locker room. <laughs> I thought room. that was suspicious. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a, a secret door. There's a room with no door. Uh, I forgot to draw the door in. Uh, a panel slides aside. Revealing a hidden compartment. Oh, inside you can make out the dim shapes of wicker cages, carefully stacked. Oh, no. You notice a strange clicking sound. <gasps> I pull my hand out as fast as I can. <laughs> uh, and that's all you know at the moment because you've just kind of slid it apart a little. Carlos, I think uh, I think we may have pay dirt here. Oh dear. Well, now, now what? <laughs> what do we do with them? I thought you guys would know. <laughs> Uh, so, um, as this is happening, uh, scale, you notice, uh, Brezrek and Holteth walking down to the cargo deck with a couple of guards. Okay, I, I, um, very loudly go, oh, Brezrek, Holtech, I'm outside the hallway, right? I'm not in yet, because I was getting the water? Right, you are, uh, upstairs, you're on the, uh, the deck above, and you see them chomping down the, the staircase going to the cargo deck. Perfect, I, I stop them for a second, and I walk with them really loudly, kind of I'm like, Brezrak! Brezrak! I- Dan and Steve, they are so much better at this than we are. Brezrak, <laughs> hey, come over here! And I, I say it as loudly as I can. Can we hear that? Perception checks from Carlos and, uh, Presta. Mm-hmm. 16. 13. All right, so you hear a commotion coming. Uh-oh. Uh All right. I- and you you think you make out uh scale saying something. You quite you can't quite hear. Okay. Well, I mean, since I know we're being sneaky, any kind of commotion is it means it's time to to boogie. Is there an obvious way to close this panel that I opened? Uh you cannot figure out a way. You're you're fiddling with it. Uh and as you you fiddle with it, the door opens uh and you hear scale saying, "Oh, Bresrick, you don't need to go in there." <laughs> Uh, can we can we quickly like hop through into the the other room or what? Uh, you can. Yes, let's do that. So you hop through now. This the I did not draw this. Uh, so this room only has one door, and so you uh, there's only one way. And so Brezrek uh, walks in with Holt. Is there anything Holthet. in this room to hide Holthet behind? And, sc- and scale, I think. Yes, that is true. So Bezrek, Bezrek's going to let let scale come into the uh, the room with him. Uh, he does, and there's also two guards with him. Okay. So he goes there. Watch this, Tony. They're going to blow this in epic fashion. They're going to need us to Scale save him. Scale is there. Actually, just one guard is with him. 
and he's outside there. And so Bresrek uh, sees the, the hidden compartment has been open and hears the clicking. Everyone in the room can clearly hear clicking now. Uh, and he says, well, it seems we've discovered our smugglers. And he points to you, Presta, and uh, Carlos. Uh, no, we're and- in the other room. We're in the, that other room. Right, well, the, the door is open, though. He can see oh, you. <laughs> oh, so it's a doorway and not a door. Okay. Exactly. Uh, and he says, uh, tell me why I shouldn't leave your beetles to die in the sun. How much are they worth to you? Our beetles? They're your beetles. They're, yeah, they're not our beetles. We think Please you, put them you, out in the sun to die. Yes, let's you, do it. You clearly we're... came here to feed these beetles and tend to them. Do we okay, have any food? What were we feeding them? I don't know what you feed beetles. What am I, uh, Neither do we. old leathery dwarf? <laughs> Take that, Vashra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you trying to say that she's smuggling beetles? Yeah, she doesn't like you, by the way. <laughs> She says, uh, this can all go away for the right price. All right, we will accept 500 gold pieces. <laughs> you can have all the <laughs> beetles. <laughs> I don't want the beetles. We I'm don't want have... the beetles either. He says, How do you even know he turns, the beetles are here? He turns to Holtet and says, uh, get rid of those things. And so Holtet and the guards start taking out wicker baskets of these big, clacking beetles. You guys should be really careful with those, because if they get under your skin, they will turn you into a zombie. I've got you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that, and that's why uh, we've all heard the rumors of people smuggling these beetles right. in caravans, so who, and I am you. shocked to hear, this is Bresrek. I'm, like, I'm going to make an insight check to see sure. if, I, if he's yeah. just trying to... Even these NPCs are better at lying than we are. <laughs> nine. 22 on my insight check. Oh. Oh, well now I have to roll. A nine fails. <laughs> yes, well, Carlos is used to failure. Aw. Carlos is so far on the winning team. You've dis- this team has discovered yeah. the Beatles. I abandoned my old pal. I said anything about teams here. There's no winning in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Erica seems to be doing a lot better than most of us. <laughs> well, that's true. They're certainly losing in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So. <laughs> Rolling high, making the right choices, not telling implausible lies. It's kind of not fair to the rest of us. Really. I'm just not good at lying. Wait a minute. Are we supposed to try to win? Because I haven't really been following that. Uh, well, See, do you even know how to try? Um, <laughs> so, uh, Presta, you sense that uh, Bresrek is not telling the whole truth. Oh. Uh, but you do also sense that he is not going to change his mind uh, except for the blatant bribe that he wants from you. Yeah, nothing to bribe him. Now, you have two choices, he, Bresrek says. We've already we've dealt with the, the Beatles, uh, and I assume that you, you people are just being hapless dupes. Uh, if you pay me uh, a little bit of gold, maybe 50 gold pieces, I can forget all about this, and we can go about our merry way. I will not leave you to die in the desert with your beetles. Uh, A, they're not my beetles. B, I wouldn't die in the desert. Scale, what's our mission here? Is our mission to find the source of the beetle smugglers? Yeah, to find who's smuggling the beetles. And where they're coming from. Yeah. So you found them. This is a clue. We just don't know who it is. So do we get the Mm -hmm. sense that, that, that Bezrak and Holtet are not involved in the beetle smuggling? Or not fully involved. With that inside check? Uh, well, Carlos, you believe that Bresrek is outraged, and he believes that you are the smugglers. Uh, Presta thinks that Bresrek is lying about something, uh, and uh, no one. Holtet is just standing there, moving stuff. So right. he he seems surprised with the beetles. He's not. He doesn't even want to touch them, but he's been told to move them. So, so how many? First of all, how many baskets are there? There are. Well, that's a good question. You would think that perhaps the adventure would tell me that. 
It does not. Uh, let's say there are four baskets of beetles. All right. So How many in- beetles is that? Uh, so four we'll beetles? say that there are uh, three beetles in each basket. So that's a t- total of 12 beetles. And is, is Holtet able to carry all four baskets at once? Uh, so he's moving. He can pick up two, and the uh, human guard that's with him can pick up one. So currently okay. they have three. Uh, Bre- uh, Holtet does not look. Neither the guard or Holtet look pleased to carry these things because these are ugly beetles. Carlos okay. says, "Carlos says, guys, why, why are we even? Why are we even taking the beetles out of here? Why don't we just kill them right here?" We are taking care of this, smugglers. Uh, they're they're going to be fine. We're putting them in the cargo hold, and Holtek's going to kill them. Why would you put them, them in the cargo hold? They are dangerous animals that can do horrible things. Why would you not kill them immediately upon discovery? First, I want to deal with the smugglers <laughs> that are clearly on my caravan, and then I'll deal with your illicit trade. I'm not the smuggler. I'm happy for you to kill them right here and now. Why won't you? It's my caravan. I do what I want. <laughs> well, so what are you going to do? Sell them to another smuggler? I don't think your employer. Are you be, accusing me that. of being a smuggler? I don't know. Why won't you kill the bugs? I, they're not my bugs. I'm happy to kill them. I will smash them right here with my warhammer if you, <laughs> you like. You notice uh, three more guards uh, appear. All right. All right. You know, I think things are, are getting a little out of hand. Um, uh, how much? How many gold pieces do I have? Did I, I start in hand? I have enough to to pay him off. So I'll say, okay. How about? I, I think maybe you're right, and maybe we should just come to an agreement. Um, this is I, the first sensible thing. You, you yeah. I don't know if you, this little group has a leader, but uh, this elf very level-headed for a smuggler. This is true, <laughs> not a smuggler. I, I look at him knowingly and just sort of, sort of nod, like mm-hmm, as as you would know. Uh, so, so how about I, uh, I give you forty gold pieces, which is what I've, I've got on me right here, and. Um, and we pretend none of this ever happened. And, you know, you don't have to, to tell any sorts of authorities about any smugglers. Um, and then that means no authorities need to find out that anybody on this caravan was smuggling something as dangerous as these beetles. That sounds fair. Uh, give me the money. <laughs> All right. I just went over 40 gold pieces. All right. And he says, guards, let's go. Uh, and Holteth and the guards, uh, the other guard comes, he takes the last basket, uh, and they go, off they go. I follow them. Uh, they put them in the cargo bay. Uh, and you, you see, uh, towards, so at the, the bottom of the cargo bay, you see there are these weird misshapen <laughs> boxes, which are doors. Uh, I'm not very good <laughs> at drawing things in Roll20. It's a secret that I'm telling you. Uh, so they put them right by the doors. And, uh, Breswick says, uh, you two, he points to two guards. Don't move. Guard these things. They're dangerous. I wouldn't touch them if I were you. I wouldn't touch them either, says the guard. <laughs> they do not appear to be pleased to have this. In fact, it's your good old friends Toby and McGuire, and they uh, are, are clearly being punished for their earlier uh, lax uh, and nonsensical stories with this, this detail. They do not look happy. And they're they're kind of shooting daggers. Actually, they don't. All three of you have not been ones weren't the ones broken in. They're shooting daggers at us, <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> I, I, do I, do, oh, I see. Just staring daggers of hate at us. Exactly. Sweet. Does one of us have a dagger gun? That would be awesome. <laughs> and so Bresrek goes back up to uh, his cabin. Well, you don't know where he goes, but he goes back upstairs, uh, mm-hmm. and Holtet uh, goes outside to uh, talk to some guards out there. Okay. Well, 
I, I think we should head back to the, uh, I just sort of motioned up, you know, away so we can go talk away from Toby and McGuire uh, to head yeah. back to the guards chamber. Yeah, I feel, uh, yeah, yeah, we should go back and, and uh, do we mm-hmm. run into our, I don't know where our guys are. Are they, are they still walking around in the desert or what? Well, you, you, eventually they come back in and right. uh, they go, they meet you and say, what's happening? All hey, right. what's happening? with our guards. So my first question is, so how hard was it to, to break that? We had a great walk, by the <laughs> yeah. way. So we, so we uh, looked in some rooms, and like the third room we came to, we found a secret panel with beetles in it. Oh, whoa, whoa. you guys were able to break it. You were able to search more than one room without getting caught. That's a- <laughs> well, we did get caught. I roll insight so. to see if they're lying. <laughs> Feel we free. did get caught. Uh, we did have to spend some gold for Bezrak and... and uh, uh, he might be hiding something. He's definitely hiding something. I, I have mean, no question of it was whatsoever. Was it possible that he was hiding the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> no, the yes. Beatles are down in the cargo bay now. They are so no we got them hidden. out in the open. Aren't we supposed to destroy them? No. Who's no we got to find out where they come from. So yeah. I, I'm just wondering whether we want to keep an eye on the Beatles. Maybe uh, if, we, if we're if we all working different shifts, maybe we keep, uh, we keep watch. One person watching the cargo bay. And see if somebody feeds the beetles or interacts with the beetles in some way, because somebody is going to be upset now that their uh, secret pa- secret uh, uh, you know panel with beetles behind it has been moved to the, the in plain sight in the cargo bay. In your search, did you encounter anybody that seemed suspicious and might be harboring beetles? Bezrak himself <laughs> uh, seemed pretty suspicious. He's hiding something. I don't know if he's the one who is smuggling the beetles or if he is just working with the beetle smuggler, but he did not seem like he was telling the truth and he refused to kill the beetles, which is what we suggested, and demanded a bribe. So, uh, you know, I I, <laughs> I may want to toss his quarters myself later just to get my 40 gold back. What about anybody else who might seem like they are the ones smuggling the beetles? Haven't found anybody else that seems suspicious. No. No. We did check some elves' quarters next to us. Uh, they didn't say why they're there, but they haven't left their room. And they also have a deal with Bezrak not to be searched or disturbed. Well, that seems pretty suspicious. <laughs> it does, but they, they weren't acting suspicious. I'm, I'm pretty good at reading people, so I, I, I didn't notice anything weird with them. And I'm very good at reading elves. You elves would stick together. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm very good at reading people. For example, I, I point at, at Carlos. Like he's he looks like the kind of guy who would run straight at danger, and um, <laughs> he's in fact running straight at danger right now. Looks, Ragnar <laughs> looks like he's a, an ordinary guy, but I'm not sure I buy it. And I, and I, I point at Amla. I'm going, you. I'm just not going to get attached to. What? <laughs> I am Amla the Invincible. I will have uh, you know. Fresta, you get inspiration because <laughs> that is quite amusing. <laughs> Do you think – were you able – would there be more to be learned by searching the uh, place where the beetles were concealed uh, or do you think we've learned what we can from that uh, So spot? you guys, the characters who were there when um, the beetles were being removed kind of peeked into the, the cavity uh, that was like a little compartment hey that held the uh, four baskets. And it was it was a plain – I mean you didn't do a thorough search, so theoretically there could be, I suppose, a hidden door or something in there. Uh, but looking at it, there was nothing of interest other than well, the baskets of beetles. It's not as though the people smuggling the beetles were just happened to find, luckily, this hidden cargo <laughs> compartment, right? So That is true. Clearly, Bezrak put them there and presumably got paid handsomely. 
Virginia. Well, you would you would know. Uh, well, Presto would know certainly, uh, and anyone else who's worked on a caravan would know that many people have access to the caravan. Um, so, Bresrek, being the caravan master, certainly has access. But every other person uh, has access as well, but, and can but someone would have out. to know it's there. Yes, yeah, someone knew. Someone one assumes whoever put it there knew it was there. <laughs> I think those Toby and Maguire guys look shifty. <laughs> Well, they don't seem happy about about what they're doing. But. And so, between the time uh, we the, should get um, them some the, stew, the beetles being removed, and you guys reconvening, about forty minutes or so have oh, passed. Wow. Okay, who's gonna who's in the cargo bay right now? Just watching the beetles. Nobody is in the cargo bay. You're all in the I'll guard head, room talking I'll head to, to each the other. The cargo bay while you guys discuss just to. Yeah, I can very easily shuffle slaves. down there and start off another hootenanny. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> cargo bay hootenanny is my specialty. Yeah, you, you, you ever seen beetles dance? <laughs> In the pale moonlight. If you scale, you head down into the cargo bay, and you see it is full of cargo. There are the normal slaves, uh, slave stevedores moving stuff around. Uh, what you notice is not there uh, are, are both um, Toby nor McGuire uh, nor uh, Beatles. What? Act for like 40, 45 minutes and everything falls apart. <laughs> I don't think this is possibly our fault. At least we built something. To fall apart. <laughs> uh, I I go closer to search to see if the Beatles are like if there's any clues to, you know, where Toby and Maguire are. Is there's anything like they is it been, like a trail of kites? Like if there's like if it, the, the locks have been broken <laughs> or just like removed. You you naturally. you search for chitin or Icker. You you find neither. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but it was a good, and you, you all notice uh, that the the caravan has stopped. Oh, great! Hmm. Really? Yes. And you think, well, it is about it's a couple hours before sunset, so it seems unusual that the caravan would have stopped. Oh, all right, you? I suggest we we surface and uh, keep an eye on because I mean, what if they're trying to offload them? Yeah. Let's go outside. Okay. Yeah. So who's going outside? Uh, Dan apparently has gone outside. <laughs> I'm going to climb up onto the uh, top deck, and uh, it seems like from there there would be a good vantage point of anything that might be going on off to the side. Okay, so Keshka go goes up there. Uh, Presto goes outside. Presto outside. Uh, where's Carlos and Scale going? I'm going to go outside as well, but I'm going to yep. go down to see uh, Veshra if okay. she was the one that was on shift. Uh, Veshra, no one's in the driver's office, so you assume she's up on the bridge. Okay, I go to the bridge just to okay. ask her what they if this is an, an abnormal thing. Uh, okay, so everybody is at a point at which you can see that you have stopped because you are at uh, an unusual, not un- unusual in that it is there, uh, an oasis, and uh, next to it is a large uh, white tent. Uh, there are people milling about the tent. Uh, there's a large uh, kind of vehicle next to it, so it seems as though a trader has set up next to this oasis. Uh, that seems and, suspicious. And you... Yes. you Vashra, you you talk uh, to uh, Presta. You talk to Vashra. No, Scale. You talk to Vashra. So many names, uh, and she says, "Yeah, we just came across this oasis, so we're going to stop for the night because it's an oasis, <laughs> and we were going to stop a couple hours from now anyway. So we might as well stop with a ready supply of water and not use our own water." And she makes it clear that this was her idea to stop because she reported to the outriders. Reported to her that there was an oasis. She told Bresrick. Bresrick said. Okay, if you think we should stop, we should stop. And so they did. I go back to the group just to let them know. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And you guys see... Uh, this seems like a really good place to unload some beetles. <laughs> uh, and you see this tent. Uh, there's a tent. There's an oasis. Uh, and there you, you see go. Toby or Maguire around anywhere? <laughs> uh, you see uh, Toby is uh, battening down uh, the wheels of the thing so that it doesn't kind of roll away. As uh, I'm going to go have a word with him. Okay. <laughs> hey, you. Toby. Uh, yes. <laughs> what happened to those beetles? Uh, the big ones that are pulling the caravan? No, the ones that were in the cargo bay in the little cages. Oh, uh, so, uh, Brezrak relieved us, and, uh, I went to sleep because I was working overtime. Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming they're in the cargo bay. Can I get a, like, inconspicuous glance at his back and see if there's, like, large and lumpen and misshapen? Uh, sure. Roll a perception check. Or or look at if he's got glassy eyes. Yeah, I'll, I'll just see if he looks like anything... He looks like his normal Toby-tastic self. 21. <laughs> he looks fantastically Toby-like. Hmm. Oh, classic Toby. <laughs> He's too dumb to be mind-controlled. <laughs> that is Toby. so Toby. <laughs> he he is uh, just chilling with this wheel. Uh, he says, hey, could you help me with this? It's heavy. <laughs> I dropped the wheel on his foot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he hops on one foot. Poor Toby. And is like, why are you so mean to me? <laughs> Sorry, I just really want to know what happened to those beetles. Why did I tell my brother was named Toby? <laughs> We're gonna get this guy fired. We could at least not crush his foot. <laughs> He'll be fine. I just do what I'm told. I batten down the wheel thing. Fine. Uh, excellent. Thank you. He says thank you. Uh, <laughs> you better be thankful. And you see people setting up uh, fires and getting water from the oasis. Uh, you notice uh, a, a woman comes out of the tent. Uh, it's a big white tent. Uh, and she uh, gestures to some guards and says, oh, you can come in. We we can sh- happily share uh, our meager provisions with you. Um, as is the way at Oasis is when people meet at Oasis is they as pool their resources. It's an Oasis thing. Is this yeah. a, a sweet a trader I, group that I know of? Uh, you can roll to see if you know. They're all humans. Uh, so they're not – it's not an elven group. Uh you can roll, uh, I don't know what that would be, uh, let's say history, your own history, to see if you've worked with these people <laughs> before. history roll, 17. Uh, you know for a fact that you've not worked with these folks before. They don't okay. seem, they're not flying any banners of any particular houses, so you would guess that this is uh, an independent trader, perhaps, or someone who has just traveling in between. Uh, the woman is a beautiful woman. She seems like she's uh, well-to-do. She has several guards with her that are all wearing uh, kind of similar livery. So she seems like, you know, she's she's just traveling. Is there own. any form of transport nearby? How do they get out to this oasis? Uh, yes. So there is there is a large kind of wagony thing that has a, a spot for someone to sit uh and only one spot for someone to sit shaded, uh, and you notice a lot of uh, uh, footsteps and things as though the guards were kind of walking by behind it, uh, and you see some, let's say, kanks uh, are grazing by the oasis that were used to pull this wagon. Why does it always have to be kanks? <laughs> <laughs> well, she offered some guards to go in to trade yes. and have provisions, so I joined them, since right. I'm a guard. You are a guard. I'm like, thank you. I'm going to leap down from the top deck and uh, kind of head over towards the tent. I see that like a Matrix move. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. So, uh, let's see. Scale goes into the tent. Uh, and you see... Uh, a bunch of guards just kind of standing around. There's this big table here that looks like a bench. Uh, that's a big table. It is festooned with uh, a variety of food and drink. Uh, you see some guards just walking around. You see these. The it's a very lavish tent, so I put the carpets down to express how lavish they were because <laughs> nothing says lavish, lavish like carpets. carpets. <laughs> uh, Jeez. But, just to say well, that, that it, it is not uh, the sand there. This is the, one of the, the nicest oasis tents I have ever seen. This is the nicest oasis tent yep, any of you I have meant. ever seen. It's super lavish. It is well appointed. Look, two these, rugs. Yeah, these, <laughs> the second rug is really actually. <laughs> I've never seen a dual ruggage yeah. tent before. Uh, this is you know, magnificent. It's, it's fancy. Yeah. It's like uh, we have so many rugs, we could just put a, a, one rug over another rug, and crazy. it just doesn't even matter. <laughs> That's crazy. It's it's all the rage in uh, the finer <laughs> circles on Athos. Some people should, should should not be allowed to have more than one rug. <laughs> and you no. have to think you think to yourselves that this is a everyone who's in the tent. So who else goes into the tent? Yeah, just, oh, just, yeah. yeah sure. right. I'm not going in the tent. I will sort of just kind of hang around outside. But I'm keeping an eye on the caravan just to see if I see anybody unloading any baskets of beetles or anything. Okay, so suspicious. the caravan, uh, you, you can watch it and I'll let you know if anything unusual happens with the caravan. I assume you're by the tent flap so you can run in yes. there if you like. Exactly. Uh, and Regdar and Amlal, are you both in the tent as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm going in the tent. Yes, I'm very excited about the rugs. <laughs> Uh, so you all are in the tent, other than Presta. Uh, you notice these orange things are just, uh, fires that are lit, uh, braziers, uh, are... Oh, are, sweet, braziers. <laughs> best tents have them. Uh, and you, so you all see this uh, well-appointed tent. There are rugs all over the place. There are many chairs. Uh, and you think to yourselves that this is a, an astounding display of wealth, because you know that these guards have to pack all this stuff up every time they move and unpack it. So it takes probably at least three hours just to set this thing up. Uh, so Regdar would like to uh, study the rugs and see if he could learn anything about their origins. So you look at the rugs, you can roll history, uh, and Regdar knows... Well, you don't even need to roll. Regdar knows more than anyone needs to know about these rugs. Uh, <laughs> Regdar experimented a lot with rugs in college. Um, <laughs> Weaving tapestries. I don't even want to know what that means, Regdar. <laughs> well, he he was thinking about whether we rugs or pottery, and so he tried a lot of rugs. Yeah, and decided to go with pottery. Yeah. Yes. Smart, smart play. The money's in pot. The money's really in pottery. I agree. It's very rare that you go into an ancient uh, dungeon somewhere and find uh, thousand-year-old rugs. They rot. But tapestries. Pottery. I mean, they're just rugs hung on the wall. Pottery is forever. <laughs> that is true. Pottery is forever. It's tricky, though, because you start with pottery, and then you get into your it's more... A ga- it's more of a gateway art. It's, it's, a, gateway. Yeah, gateway it's a gateway art to more complicated rugs. Um, <laughs> like uh, figures of heroines. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> is this a, is, are we learning a lesson here today? <laughs> I think we might I hope be. Not. That's one to grow on, really. Yeah, you know. <laughs> See, there's a problem, though, with, uh, with rug know. dealers is that they're always, you know, rug dealers. They're always uh, closing up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, ever since the war on rugs was launched, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unwinnable war, really. There's constantly the rug dealer's got a going out of business sale going on, and then you come back next week, and he's mm-hmm. still got a going out of business sale. <laughs> are, are we done? <laughs> is, is that a I'm bench, sure. or is that a... Anybody Let's got say more? yes. So, is it a... What is the... So, so that bench uh, that looks like a bench is actually a table that is festooned okay. with a variety of uh, delicious mm-hmm. treats. 
Uh, and a woman approaches who oh, craft she's, services. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, she says, "Welcome, travelers. Uh, feel free to uh, make yourself at home and have some uh, provisions if you like. Uh, I'm just on my way to Urk, and uh, I am happy to meet fellow travelers." Uh, can we? Can, I, I would. Um, I look at my uh, fellow companions and say, uh, "I'm a little worried about this beautiful woman in her giant tent." I, I, I wonder <laughs> if that right something... in front of her face. I, no, no, I just. <laughs> She's standing right in front of you. <laughs> Carlos, she's right here. Carlos never learned how to do an aside. Are, are we sure that this, this seems too good to be true? I, I uh, say in a way that is uh, not out of character to suggest we all might want to do a perception check on what is around us. <laughs> well, you can always do a perception check. So whoever would like to proceed. That's a 16 anything. for me. Yeah, I'll do uh, one as well. Sure. That would be a 14 for me. 17 for me. Uh, so, I mean, you all look about, and uh, it seems like it's a big tent full of people. You see the guards. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, six. nine guards. That's uh, a lot of guards. They all have scimitars. Oh, uh, dear. They are just kind of hanging out. They don't look like they're particularly tense. Uh, ha! <laughs> uh, see? They're, oh, uh, wow. Uh, but they are oh. intent. This was... Jeez, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was me level. <laughs> and so, uh, let's see. The woman walks up to... She just kind of is chatting with you all. And so she says, Oh, half-giants, my... my uh, Cousin is a half giant. <laughs> so does that make you like what a quarter giant, eighth giant? Well, I, I'm uh, I'm uh, related to his human half. Oh, oh. that's a pity. <laughs> it's, oh, you, you're, wow. you're half human, half giant. Come on! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, watch out now. So Dan, does uh sixteen hit you? Oh, sixteen. What? what? Uh, melee. Oh, what? Dear. Wait, did she just punch me? <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't um, worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Does, I'll does explain what's happening. Don't worry, though. It's just a question about your armor class. It could be anything. It's innocent. It could be friendly. Yeah. Don't be alarmed, Dan, but how many hit points do you have left? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how attached are you to this I character? I look sad. I look woefully at Preston like it was. We never knew each other that long. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, my armor class is in fact sixteen. Okay, so she uh, she makes a joke and she touches your shoulder, uh, and you you feel a little heady. Uh, you feel a little woozy. Uh, That's you're tough. Not sure. My head is way up there. You're not sure what's going on, uh, but yeah. And she she continues to talk to you and uh, laugh, but nothing else. She she touched your arm and you felt a little little queasy. Right. My hair is standing on end. The half giants in love. <laughs> She's so pretty. <laughs> He's half giant, but all in love. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so let's okay. See. Well, I guess I. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm just telling you what's happening, man. Do I do I notice anything about that, or just would I think anything strange about that, or is that just like? Oh, maybe I maybe I had too much sand. It all went to my head. Give me an intelligence check. <laughs> yeah, that's my strong suit. Heat that's stroke. my strong suit for sure. <laughs> I is smart. Intelligence, you say? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Six. <laughs> sounds about no, right. you just think you've been walking, you've been working Ooh, really hard. Hot, so pretty. Just, you so stood pretty. up too fast. You're very tall. Yes. And then she she uh, is laughing. She tells you a joke. And then oh, she she, she whispers something to you. Uh, roll a wisdom save at disadvantage. Disadvantage. Wow. Yes. Six. Okay. Wow. That's uh, not great. Uh <laughs> Nice knowing all of you. So Dan dies. <laughs> well, not necessarily. Uh, and so, your your character is not immune to being charmed, is he? I'm pretty sure, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure not. Okay. And so, uh, she is laughing, uh, and then she says, Umlal, uh, I think it'd be a great idea if you attacked Carlos. <gasps> oh, come on now. <laughs> He has been getting on my nerves. <laughs> you feel you feel compelled to do it, but you also feel like you could resist if you want. How could I resist? By just not doing it. I'm not going to do <laughs> By it. By trying. Okay, so Done. You, Easy. you decide not to do it, and pain racks through your body as you take... You take 23 psychic damage. Oh my god. Holy cow. Oh my uh, god. And you feel like... Uh, you take all of that damage because you did not do what she told you to do. <laughs> Ow. Uh, and she says, no, seriously, okay. kill them, kill them all, and we will roll initiative. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm glad we did that perception check that said this was all fine. It's all great. Oh, man, I'm not going to last long, guys. That, oh, fight, that, was, that was well over the bulk of my hit points. Uh, <laughs> thanks for not hitting me, though, I'm all. Ketchka, you go first. So what you saw is uh, you, everything seemed fine. You were kind of drifting towards the table to maybe have a snack. Uh, and you see the beautiful woman whose tent this is caress, uh, like maybe, not caress, that's a strong word, uh, perhaps <laughs> touch uh, Umlal's elbow uh, and then whisper something in his ear. Uh, and then uh, Umlal screams in pain and then she yells, kill them all! So just another normal day at the Oasis. <laughs> no, it happens. Just another day. Let the battle begin on the next episode of Total Party Kill.